Uncomfortable Reality Podcast Show. I'm your host, Randall. And let me say, it is good to be back. Now, I don't share too much family and personal business, but I had to take some time off as we had to deal with our youngest son being ill. Well, I'm thankful as he is back to himself ripping and running and (laughs) being an eight-year-old kid again. Now, on today's show, we're going to take a dive into democracy, living to fight another day, and kind of touch on this thing called capitalism. Now, for those that don't know, this will be my last show for a while, as I'll Focus on finishing up my movie that uh, I've been writing. Yeah, for those that don't know, I've been writing a movie, and it's coming. It's 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 coming. I'm real focused in, and I, I want to get it done. It's been seven years, been sitting on these scripts, and I'm gonna finish it up. But anyway, this is gonna be my last show for a while, as I focus on that. I'm looking to try to bring in a guest host to continue bringing in that uncomfortable reality we've grown to love. But, for now, (laughs) let's go. Well, the midterms are over. And let me be the first to say, thank God. (laughs) Jeez, I was... I was like so tired of all the political madness. Flyers placed on my door and in my mailbox. The back-to-back ads on TV. I mean, woo. (laughs) But democracy, it held for now. And the experiment, well, it lives to fight another day. Now, I still believe we are in danger, but the midterms really pushed the threat back at least another two years. So that's a good thing. But I have to tell you, America is really showing its true colors, isn't it? I mean, just sit back and think on this for a minute. We had a sister who got sentenced to five years for a mistake by voting. Y'all remember that? Yet, we have a Supreme Court 
Congressman, former President of the United States, fake President, Secret Service, race soldiers, involved in an attempt to overthrow the government, and they remain on the job. And their Supreme Leader, well, what did he do? Announces another run at the White House. Unbelievable. That fake president not only inspired a coup, excuse me, a coup, but he stole top secret classified material and America does nothing. We don't know what he was planning to do with that material or if he already shared it. And that guy is allowed to announce another presidential run? Really? <laughs> That's just unbelievable. It's crazy how they truly expect us to just sit back and allow this and truthfully, just be honest, we are allowing it. Think about it. We are. Boy, oh boy, whiteness, world's biggest threat. But I digress. I'm not looking to force feed you any more political nonsense. I'm sure you're just like me. You are just mentally tired of it, right? So, how many of you guys are still on Twitter? Twitter used to be the safe place away from Facebook to really get into the grassroots of social issues and share information among each other. Well, now it's going down faster than the Titanic. <laughs> All because of one billionaire Nazi, right? Whiteness, world's biggest threat. Now, for those of you who are unaware of what's popping off, I try to get you up to speed, so to speak, to what's happening. So this Nazi billionaire overpaid for Twitter. It's basically what he did. He overpaid for it. I think it was worth at that time uh, $8 billion. And this fool paid $44 billion for it. Now, that's stupid. But what's worse is he paid for it just to destroy it. Well, kind of. See, let's not forget that the original plan was to sow chaos the day before the midterm elections. I think the night before he had posted a pic of a Nazi soldier and tweeted out, vote Republican. But the grassroots was like, okay, <laughs> we got something for that ass. So his plan ended up getting foiled because of the outcry and peeps. They pretty much weaponized his new so-called verification system against him. Twitter users they cost multiple people billions of dollars in just 14 days. 14 days. But since that Nazi is also a narcissist, he will allow a house to burn down before admitting he needs help 
and he screwed up. Think on that for a minute. And even worse, he paid $44 billion to do it. Imagine being that evil, you know, to where you basically flush $44 billion. If he had any decency or conscience, he could have spent $44 billion for good and saved millions of people or wiped out homelessness, fed the hungry, so many things that would have cemented his legacy for thousands of years. Now, he has to burn it all down because we are getting too close to full-blown rebellion. The destruction of Twitter is kind of like an extension of colonialism. The site was targeted and destroyed due to it being a gathering place for activists and intellectuals and the marginalized. It was a tool used in multiple protests and uprisings for at least a decade. The dismantling of Twitter parallels the loss of housing, community centers, public gathering spaces that has occurred during this same period in marginalized low-wealth neighborhoods as a part of gentrification and displacement. It's all colonialism. So employees were, they were kind of informed yesterday that the company was dis, disabling employee badges, access, and all its offices until uh, I think it was uh, yesterday. Yeah. Entire teams have disappeared, including the engineering group. So basically, the end is near for Twitter. <laughs> Whiteness. World's biggest threat. Like I said, I'm not going to hold you long. I know you're kind of, you know, hungover from all the midterms and all that political madness. So not going to keep you too long. But in closing, democracy lives on at least another two years. That Gen Z group, they really saved the day, seriously. And seeing that really gives me hope that my children may live in a country of equality. We might not like the way they dress or their music, but that generation, they're not with that racism or that or the titles and all that. Now, so they're not with all that. They really came through and voted like their life depended on it. Because it did. Now, I'd like to thank everyone for their support. And remember, you can like and follow Uncomfortable Reality on Facebook. And I will be updating everyone on new episodes, but I have to take some time off and finish this movie. It's been seven years. I've been sitting on these scripts, but I'm going to get them done and step into that next chapter of my life as a writer. But I thank you for tuning in. And I'll see you when I can.